to October's ECW edition of Wrestling 20 Years Ago and once again I am joined by Mr Yully. How the fuck are we doing? Uh, not too bad. Uh, shitty month. Uh, as we're recording this it is the Halloween. Uh, so we've just found out we're going back in lockdown. Sean Connery died today. Boo. So. And, and Tracy Slover during, died during the week. Yeah. Um, I suppose we better touch on that. Um, the Made Man. Yeah. Wild-eyed Southern Boy. Um, he—he's one of those. If when you yeah. think like, how the fuck did he get over so much in ECW <laughs> with his style? Yet chuck him in fucking the FBI, and he was a fucking genius because he wrestled a bear. Um, <laughs> yes, like he's just one of those guys who's just—he was quite flexible, wasn't? Like, do you know what I mean? In what he done, like you could put him in a comedy dancing. Shit. Yeah. yeah, he could go out and legitimately fucking kill somebody, and you believe it as well. Like, I think. He... Well, there was the things with the, like, the FBI and um, the gangsters. Yeah, and he he was quite happy taking a fucking ass weapon from the gangsters yeah. and giving yeah. a weapons based up fucking ass yeah. weapon. But as then again, the skits from a few years back, like mm. from timeline, where he's yeah. doing the pizzeria shit with. Guido yeah and it was just it was just so good yeah I mean even when he's an enhancement guy in the Fed yeah Freddie Joe Floyd for a bit wasn't it yeah and things like that like he was just always a mainstay in certain parts because like obviously in the early 90s he is synonymous with WCW when he's yeah when he's with the um I think someone wild eyed southern boys, but they were called something else as well, weren't they? Um, young Pistols. Young Pistols, that's it. Like, so, I mean, you remember him from watching WCW at three in the morning on ITV. Yep. Like, um, you remember recording, was it Worldwide, wasn't it? Yeah. I think it was on. I remember recording that. So, I remember Sin, seeing yeah, him and fucking... seeing Arachnaman. So, yeah. I, I, this is going to sound really Armstrong's. fucking odd. But um, I hold that era of WCW in such high regard because it was one of those where I wasn't from a rich family. I did not have Sky. Sky. I got fed pay-per-views through my mate who VHS'd them. Yeah. So he'd record them off Sky movies as they were shown back then. So um, he'd record it. He'd watch it the Monday. And then he'd bring it in to me for school on the Tuesday. So I'd watch. I would get to see them. But my weekly fix, because this is obviously when we're going back when pay-per-views were every three months. Yes. So, and I didn't watch, I mean, this is even before Raw, really. 
So, I mean, I didn't really watch WCW or WWF Superstars or anything like that regularly. Yeah. Like, if if I happened to be around my mates and it was on, we'd watch it. Yeah. But you just watched your Hulkamania VHS that every motherfucker i ever known had. And the Warrior One. And the and Warrior and One. <laughs> shit and like One that. of those weird greatest slam jobby. Best high flyers. Yeah, that sort of <laughs> shit. Your Silver Vision videos, basically. So, I mean, WCW Worldwide was my weekly fix of wrestling um, so I mean I do sort of I think that's why I hold early 90s WCW quite close to my heart being Big Josh being yeah and the, thing is, and the thing yeah. is especially with that shit because if it being worldwide you never got a flair you never got no you, you might get the occasional sting match like once yeah. every few months or you just get highlights of yeah. something if you're lucky but, but I mean it tended to be all about that mid card and it was yeah you, you're going to see Arachnaman versus Big Josh yeah you're going to see fucking you're going to see the, the dudes versus the, yeah the, the dynamic dudes versus the young pistols you know if you were lucky you'd get yeah. the free birds and fucking midnights, midnights. Yeah, or the rock and roll on there. Yeah, as a main event, but or or you'll get fucking Terry Taylor (laughs) as the tailor-made man or the computerized man of the nineteen nineties. How fit was Alexandra York back in the day, mate? Stunning, ridiculous. Yes, ridiculous. So yeah, Rip Tracy Smothers, many a memory. Um, not as familiar with his ECW stuff as I probably should be. As so I know him more from his WCW and Smoky Mountain runs because I'm fucking weird like that. <laughs> I've seen every single episode of Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Fight me. Um, so yeah, it's uh, maybe I should uh, go back and revisit some of his WCW stuff and see. Yeah, the full so blood it, of the Italians it, with him and Tommy Rich. <laughs> yeah, the the early FBI stuff is just fucking yeah. absolute boss. Yeah. So let's go into the show. So we have no news this month because it's still all just pretty much the same as it has been for the last couple of months. Yeah. Paul's been talking to companies. Companies are denying anything. No deals are on the table. The TNN show is gone. That goodwill gesture that Vince said TNN didn't want to do. So Can't blame them for yeah. ECW's behaviour like as we've said a fucking million times before it's six to one half a dozen the other it's just been a shit relationship for both yeah. sides so why would anyone prolong it yeah do you know what I mean and obviously USA are umming and ahhing but oh. USA from from what is being said is they, they don't want to be paying for the product they would rather you know they don't want to own it or have to put production money in but obviously yeah, they were a similar deal to what they had with the thing. Yeah, but obviously with where they supply AC, the programming, yeah. but then they're getting money through for advertising advertisement stuff. for it. Yeah, but which probably isn't good for ECW because no. budget is what budget is, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, they so. obviously we've still got the same thing of people not getting paid on time. Supposedly, yeah. RVD on his five grand a week isn't getting his yeah. every every week as he should be. You know, the it's money 20, is running. 000 dollars a month that is a lot when your average gate is probably two thousand yeah that is like you've got you must get to a point as a businessman where you go i can't afford to keep this guy yeah is he that in like we've said it before and we'll say it again 
They lost Towns. They lost the Dudleys. They lost Mike Wilson. They lost all these guys. Granted, RVD is probably on another plateau compared to them. Yeah. But realistically, if any company could do without and recover and get someone else in that pro when you've got someone like a Jerry Lynn, when you've got someone like a Kid Cash, when yeah. you've got these guys that are almost purpose-built replacements. Yeah. Like... We well, can look at like fucking Matthews and York. Yeah, you, you could do cut. something with them. You could let him go to WCW. Let him go to the Fed. Yeah, get that twenty grand a month off your pay. Off bill. your payroll, yeah. And I mean, not that they're paying it, but like it's, uh, yeah. but it's just one of those. It's like that's an ext- I mean, that's an extortionate amount of money. And that's like, just RVD. What's yeah. you know? What's everyone else on? Yeah. But it is. It is what it is at the minute. We I mean, are... I should imagine he's by far and away their top earner. Yeah. But that's just too much. Like, as I say, when you get when you're running your standard shows and you're getting two thousand people, if you're lucky. Yeah. Like, and your pay per view money's taking months and months and months to come through. How where like, it's just not good business sense to have him on the books. No. Like, it's just fucking not. Yeah, it might be one of those of where obviously he doesn't get any cut on his merch or anything like that. So he's probably again ECW aren't exactly known for merch. No, like not not individual merch wrestlers. Well, you tend to have you do see obviously RVD shirts in the crowd and stuff. Mm. So there are RVD shirts, but most of them you just see an ECW shirt. Yeah, you're buying that. You you buy the brand, not the yeah, not the guys. Yeah, exactly. The brand that's the one thing with ECW that you wouldn't necessarily say about WCW or the Fed is it is more of a brand driven brand if that makes yeah. sense like you go to watch ECW yeah. you don't go, go oh I'm going to watch WWF you go because Austin's on the card or you, you go because the, the Rock yeah. uh, WCW you go because Goldberg or Hogan or two or years Sting. ago because Hogan or the NWA yeah. you don't go because it's like I mean you wouldn't necessarily go just because it's WCW, because no. at the end of the day, you're not really going to be going to watch Jerry Flynn versus Lex Luger. No. Like, you won't be like, oh, mate, that's my fucking cup of tea. I mean, it is mine, because I'm fucking weird. But, like, you're not going to turn up and go, oh, fucking hell, mate. Chris Adams versus fucking Chronic. Yeah. Bring it on. Do you know what I mean? It's just not going to be a fucking thing. But So, uh, yeah, 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 I think that, that's the one thing going for ECW when they do lose their guys, is the brand is bigger than any individual part. Yeah. But it is one of those. Mm-hmm. I think. I think the the drain is is circling. Obviously Very they, much. So. They have announced that obviously they are now doing a pay per view every month for the rest of the year. Yeah. So that's um, two more, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, so, so what we got? December, obviously November to remember, and, and uh, there's one in December that's been booked, but I can't remember what they're calling it. Mm. Um, but yeah, yeah, obviously it does not look good on the TV front. It certainly doesn't. Because you'd have expected. There to be at least advanced talks or something by now because you'd want to get it fucking done. You'd 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 want re- the moment you left TNN or even before you wanted. Yeah, as soon as the Fed, you wanted something not, signed, sealed, and yeah. something you could announce. As soon yeah. as they knew that they were taking the Fed. Yeah. I you know, I'd have been shopping around. Yeah, absolutely. They should have been looking way, but if their relationship's been as shit as it has, yeah, they should have been looking from dot to get programming on another network. 
Yeah, and even, even if, if it, it was something like a Fox or an F- FX yeah, or something like just that. Just anything, just you, any other. Or ESPN, because yeah. ESPN were another one that was said they were quite happy to look at taking it and putting it on ESPN too. Yeah. The fact that they've, I don't know whether Heyman has decided that it's USA or bust or what, I don't know, but. Fuck knows, mate. Either way, it is not looking good. But what was good is the pay-per-view this month um, Anarchy Rules so we'll run through that and then a few notes on TV because with TV see there was one last episode of TNN and, and then, that was just a recap yeah and then like, some uh, hardcore TV bit of Don Marie for your pleasure a few little promos at the end but fuck all else really wouldn't it yeah oh well you had an opening didn't you which was that Bilvis Wesley versus somebody and I've already fucking forgotten so yeah it's so important so we open up the pay-per-view as usual with Joey and Joel in the ring our first match sees Matthews and York going against Doring and Roadkill Doring and Matthews start chain wrestling and shoulder blocks Matthews then hits a tilt the world head scissors and a drop kick Doring with a low blow the G-spot sweep and tags round Roadkill in with a big shoulder block York with arm drags into a slingshot leg drop that gets a 2 Roadkill hits a front slam, slingshot elbow. Matthews with a bulldog, but gets hit with the Lancaster Larry of Love. Doring misses the a tope, and York and Matthews hit suicide dives. The future shock on Doring, but Roadkill hits the springboard clothesline. A power slam. Doring hits a top rope leg drop. And then York hits one of his own. Matthews with a neck breaker gets a two. York in and a double team tope splash that gets a two. Doring hits the wham bam, thank you ma'am. Roadkill hot tag, in with a bomb burner, power bomb, corner splash. Doring hits the bear back and the buggy back, and they get the win. Post match, they shake hands. That is until Simon and Swinger come out with chairs, cleaning house. That was a decent opener. Um, Doring and Roadkill are the type of people that you want in your opener to start a show. You know, those two have come on fucking leaps and bounds. Well, they're over like Rover, so it just gets the crowd in the right sort of mindset, doesn't it? Yeah. The start. You're, I mean, there's always that start hot Where's mentality. The, you know, the it, WCW's so. thing was always start with the fucking cruiserweights. Yeah, just get this, get yeah. get the get a decent tag match in, mm. start it off properly. Right. Fucking Doring and Roadkill are amazing, and I really like York and Matthews. Those two, as you say, if they're getting rid of people and getting people younger and cheaper yeah yeah yeah. they're a decent pair because I, I wouldn't imagine either of them are more than 21 22 no I shouldn't think so and they're probably on fucking yeah. peanuts yeah they're probably making $50 a show or some bollocks <coughs> at the moment but and the thing is I mean even if oh I don't know it's just so depressing really isn't it like <laughs> fuck me like if you've not managed to sort of TV deal out like in the best part of a year, yeah. like what the fucking hell, man? You're you're obviously it's down to you. At this yeah. Point. Like you've. Yeah. The thing is, you you look at it and you can see that there's so there's there's guys there that, as you say, aren't going to be on a lot of money that you could build. Well, I mean, without I mean, I know Chili Willy as our saviour mm-hmm. and our hero that can lead ECW to the promised land, but I mean, realistically. 
Fed and WCW going to pick someone like that up? No. No. So, <clears> like, but I mean, he's not the kind of guy you could lead a company on. But I mean, he's fine mid card. You got Balls Mahoney. He's probably not. He's probably earning a bit more than some of the other lads. But I shouldn't think he's earning a great deal. No. But it's just one of those things. that's like trim the fat. To yeah. Trim the fat. Especially if you're going, if you're losing TV, so you're losing a lot of income. Just. And you think you can still make the company survive short term until something does come up? You need to, you need to cut. Yeah. You need to bare bones minimum shit. And then if these guys don't sign anywhere else, which is highly unlikely for people like RVD, because I'm sure the Fed and WCW have been sniffing around for quite a while. Yeah. Like. Um, you can then you can then just turn and go, yeah, we've got income again now. Yeah. Like, fucking come back but yeah. you could easily see him turn up on either show on a Monday night yeah you, I would, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if you like if RVD turned up in the Rumble no I mean you can see him challenge him for the Intercontinental or US belts yeah easy yeah. easy he's pissed so talk about someone that we could get rid of and trim the fat Cyrus comes out Whee. he shoots on Joel says that after nine months he's going to get the fat prick Joel goes to ringside Cyrus and a stipulation that in his match that he has to beat Easy Money and Co. But Spike comes out as commissioner and says that he has more strokes than Cyrus and he will choose an opponent for Easy Money. And if his opponent wins, they will then still get the one-on-one -on -one match. Spike introduces his pick and his name is Kid Cash. Lovely. So we get <laughs> Kid Cash versus Easy Money. Extremely dated reference. <laughs> Easy jumps, uh, jumps Cash until Cash hits some chops. Tilt the well, head scissors, and arm drag. Easy from behind with a flip suplex that gets a two. He dives onto his partners by mistake and then hits a massive tope cannonball to the floor. Springboard clothesline gets a two. Easy Money hits the money clip and gets a two and the pendulum of pain for a two. We get a chop battle. Cash with the rolling pins. It gets a combination of twos. A double spring Hurricane Rana for a two and a massive tornado DDT for a two. Easy hits electric dreams. Cash hits a spinning senton and a sunset flip. Then hits the money maker. At this point, Electra puts her attentions to the ref, which means that Julio and uh, the other can hit the Persian leg sweep and double wheelbarrows, double leg drops it gets a two. Easy goes up top, but Cash crotches him and hits the mega reverse Hurricane Rana and gets the win. Talking about getting rid of people that have no purpose. Confederacy cunt, Chris Hamrick, Julio fucking De Niro, Electra. Do we need all three of these to be around one guy? No, I like I like De Niro and Money Hamrick. If he's not wrestling, like he's just an outside interference dude, isn't he? Yeah. Like I've not seen him wrestle a match on ACW. Not saying it's not happened. I've just not seen it. And uh, Electra. Why? Why? Yeah. It's one of those. Like Money and De Niro are fine because they're actually wrestling. And you can have them as a tag team, but yeah. But it's one of those that again. As we keep saying, see, we know money is a fucking tight as fuck, and yeah. yet you have five guys for a one-on-one -on -one match. Mm. Though that being said, a decent, decent match for Cash. 
the the reverse Hurricane Rana from the top rope looks ridiculous and how he does it's it. It's just typical babyface stuff. Like they're just um, any position where they need like everyone fucking hates Cyrus. Yeah. So how do you get your new white meat babyface over? You basically Cyrus. You well you make Kid Cash who's their new white meat baby face yeah. you make him the reason Cyrus end, ends up getting his ass kicked Yeah, like it almost doesn't become about Joel then I mean it still is but when you put that extra roadblock in the way and you have your new guy that you're building up be the one that be the one it. to knock yeah. that roadblock out of the way Yeah, it helps it's going to help endear him to the fans because people legitimately fucking hate Cyrus Yeah, like, and <clears> I fully understand why um, so yeah I mean it was it's, really like as much as people say oh well, ECW's really cutting it just this is that a lot of their booking tropes <laughs> is are really really simple easy stuff yeah it's just that they use colourful language and harder shots <laughs> that's because, the only real difference the thing is no one else is doing it yeah the Fed don't do it anymore no they, like, don't it's all it, convoluted so, shit now like, so the fact that mm. yes it's simple but obviously with chair shots and swearing yeah well, I mean, look at the state but, of WCW. Com- convoluted, complicated. 28 fucking title changes in a year. Yeah. And yeah. fucking nonsensical fucking turns and all sorts. Yeah. You know, yeah. Just... Wrestling is fucking simple. Yeah. It's, it's basically a battle of good versus evil. White collar guys versus blue collar guys. Yeah. It's just fucking... It doesn't need to be complicated. The reasons why they're fighting can fucking change. Yeah. But, I mean... At the end of the day, if you make somebody a dickhead, people will want that dickhead to get his slapped. And you get a guy that the crowd are getting behind to be the one to give that dickhead his comeuppance. You've fucking won the lottery, mate. Yeah, done. Guess who's won the pony? (laughs) Exactly. Quote a podcast with a hundred million times more fucking listens than we'll ever get. But post match, obviously, Hamrick and Julio attack Cash, which brings Spike out. Spike. Hits an acid drop. That is until the numbers get too much. And here we hear the dulcet tones of Metallica. Out comes Sandman. Kane's the fuck out of all of them. Grabs a beer. Pours it over Electra. Rubs Joel's face in the tits. <laughs> exactly. And then we get Joel versus Cyrus. Sandman flips in Cyrus. And Joel hits a spear. Can we just... At Take this point, he takes off his jacket, and what Beautiful. do we see? Kamala paint. Kamala paint. Body paint. Well done. Genius. It even does the little belly slaps. Yeah. I was just like... I do that when I get in the fridge when I'm hungry at one in the morning, <laughs> and I'm like... <laughs> and I, I don't know if I'm pretending to be a sea lion or Kamala. It's one of the two. I do do that quite regularly. Yeah, weirdly. So, Joel hits a big splash, punches a people's elbow... But then Cyrus takes advantage with some boots, knees. Sandman spits beer into his eyes so Joel can get the roll up, gets the win. It was shit, it was short, but Kamala Paint does me, and you know, Cyrus finally gets his comeuppance. Yeah, good. Yeah, that's pretty much all we need on that, wasn't it? The only issue is he was then on commentary straight after. Did you like, no? No, yeah. go the fuck away. Yeah, especially seeing the fact the whole network thing now should definitely be dead. Yeah, yeah. Go away, go away. And uh, here's one for you. The Bullies versus Balls and Chili Willy. Yes. 
give it to me. We start with a massive brawl and then a pair of neck breakers by Chili and Balls. Balls gets a fork and starts stabby stabby. Chili and Angel brawl out to the floor, then everyone else goes out on the floor. We basically have a walking brawl. We see Balls biting open an open wound on DeVito. DeVito Ooh. hits a moonsault from the announcer's area. Chili gets power bombed on some chairs, which look fucking horrible. We then finally get them back into the ring where DeVito hammers balls, headbutts, which we then find don't work for balls because he's got a hard head. We get massive punches, super kick, and a massive chair shot. At this point, Angel is in and he staples balls in the eye with the staple gun. Ball is then hit massive chair shots to get the win. Standard walking brawl. Obviously, we don't have New Jack for this this month, so Balls and Chili Willy are taking up the mantle. ECW got a ECW. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, not much you can say about this. It was it existed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> it, it's that thing of like you know sometimes ECW just ECWs itself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was one of those things. It was just what it was, wasn't it? Like. Will I remember it this time next week? Probably not. No. At this point, we see Louis jumping Joel and Joey and attacks Joel, which means we then get Cyrus on fucking commentary. A promo from Justin, who says that Lynn has never beat the right guy at the right time. And Lynn's promo saying that he's never fit into anyone's plans, but he will be a star. We then have a number one contenders match between C.W. Anderson and Steve Carino. Opens up with lockups and Carino with a headlock and shoulder block. Counters until C.W. hits a wonderful Japanese arm drag. We get chops and punches and C.W. hits a super kick. Carino into the corner for the 10 punch spot and a T-bone suplex. A chair shot and C.W. bounces off the chair we get a leg lariat and then CW gets him tossed out to the floor Carino rams CW into a chair and then CW then tosses the chair into his face they brawl outside back into the ring CW smashes the arm with a chair and then puts on an arm breaker an arm hold DDT for a two and a chair stomp to the arm and then a punt kick to the face with the chair Lovely. That gets a two. More arm stomps. They exchange punches. CW with an arm suplex for a two. CW then puts on a sleeper. Carino manages to get out with an atomic drop onto a chair. A low blow and the bionic elbow. At this point, Simon and Swinger come out, but Victory takes them both out. CW with a massive punch, it gets a two. Carino with a super kick for a two, and then hits the old school net breaker onto a chair for the win. I fucking love this. Proper chain wrestling to start, working the arm. It was an old school 80s NWA match, yeah. that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, it was absolutely fine. You know, no beef with it whatsoever. Fucking the whole point of CW just working the arm with the arm bar, the arm DDT, the arm mm. held suplexes. Again, we, we said it earlier, but when wrestling's done right and simple, it works. Yeah. This was it, and they're two old school guys, aren't they? Like yeah, they can, uh... you know, just perfect psychology for a wrestling match. Mm. 
and to be fair I wouldn't have mind either of them going and being the champion really no exactly we then see the sinister minister telling us that the FBI are going to burn then Rhino with a promo saying that he's going to keep the belt and he's going to shove that whistle up Fonzie's ass. Fucking please. <laughs> we then get our tag title match for the evening, which is the Unholy Alliance of Mikey and Tajiri versus the FBI. Has to be said, loving the fact that the Unholy Alliance come out in kabuki masks, especially Mikey wearing a Saucer's Apprentice hat with Mickey ears. Yep. What a look. Yeah, 100%. The Unholy Alliance jump FBI to start, but the FBI end up clotheslining each other. Big kicks, double drop kicks to the nuts. Tajiri puts on the tarantula and Mikey hits a guillotine leg drop. Sally comes in and attacks Mikey, but it's a Tajiri kick to the face. Tree of Woe drop kicks and Sinister then throws a fireball into the balls of Tony Marinara. Yeesh. Mikey with a drop toe hold onto Guido and Tajiri with more head kicks and one to a chair Mikey then hits a chair shot and then beats on Tony the FBI managed to get a double top rope powerbomb which gets a 2 Guido boots face buster and a Sicilian slice gets a 2 Tony in with a snap suplex and a leg sweep that gets a 2 Mikey with a face buster and a hog tie at this point Tajiri in with face kicks and a handspring elbow Tony hits a German that gets a two. Mikey hits a rib breaker that gets a two. Tajiri missed Guido and they hit then a double stunner that gets a two. At this point, Sally grabs the ref. Sinister comes in and canes Sally, which does the square root of fuck all. He then gets splashed into the railings outside. Tajiri and Mikey hit the rolling snap on Tony. Tajiri with a face kick and lobs the belts at Sally and then hits an acai moonsault. Mikey then beats on Tony, that is until Guido grabs the belts, hits the double kiss of death onto the belt for the win. These four, can they have a bad match? No, but they can have one I'm not that interested in. Really? Controversial. <coughs> no, like, it was fine, but I think, again... Is it because the two from last month's TV were that fucking top level? I think so, and... Like... Again, we've said it before. How can we miss you if you don't go away with the with matches? Like, I guess. How many times did we see Super Crazy Tajiri, and yeah. Tajiri and like? It's just one of those. Like, I get it, but like. But then the thing is, with this one, I think that's now you know they've lost it, so it will be someone else that then goes. But to I the mean, woods. it's one of those things where I, I never like that thing of the loser automatically gets rematch. Yeah. Let alone two of them. True. Do you know what I mean? It could have been like, well, give Doring and Roadkill a guy, like build them up, and then you can then have Tajiri and Whipwreck working their way back up the ranks to get a shot yeah. again. Do you know what I mean? And do that. So. They don't always have to have that automatic rematch. It fucks me off. Because you're like, I watched this last month. Twice. Like, why am I watching it again already? Like, give me something else. True. Like, my attention span needs more. (laughs) I need variety in my shit. But, yeah, I I do think that this is them done, obviously. I'd like to. I hope so. For the time being, anyway. With what they were doing on the TV for the rest of the month you don't see the Unholy Alliance yeah 
rumour is Mikey has got a knock. Yeah. So that might be why. So I would imagine that at the next pay-per-view it's going to be Doring and Roadkill getting a, a go at the FBI and it won't be Tajiri and Mikey. Which obviously means we are going to get something different. But the thing is, it's one of those of... I'm quite happy with it. Yeah, I will quite happily watch it. Talking about things we've seen plenty of. RVD versus Rhino for the TV title. Rhino starts and tries to jump RVD, but misses and they brawl to the outside and into the crowd. Rhino with a press slam that throws him back into ringside. RVD hits a chair sidekick. A rolling flip sent on onto the floor. Atomic drop. Skateboard dropkick. But Rhino manages to hit a top rope clothesline that gets a two. Knees into the corner and a gore. Then they're back outside for more brawling. Back in, Rhino hits a neck slap and puts on a headlock. RVD then battles out with an Inziguri and a float over kick, but misses the Van Derminator. Rhino chair to the face, RVD hits a shoulder sent on and then into a moonsault into the five star, but that only gets a two. Rhino hits a massive gore and a pile driver through the table to the floor. Back into the ring, that only gets a two. Knees to the face, Fonzie comes in with a chair, doesn't really do a great deal, but it does mean that RVD can hit the Van Terminator or the Van Terminator. He goes up for the Van Terminator, but Justin comes out and canes him. RVD then kicks Justin away. He goes for the Van Terminator again, but Rhino has grabbed Fonzie, who eats all that fucking kick in the face. Rhino then hits the table gore, pile driver onto the chair, gets the win. It was alright. You know, crowd brawling, RVD got most of his shit in, but I really would have had RVD lose after that table fucking pile driver to the floor. You put that over, you don't need to do the rest of it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you've just mixed that up. Say if you've done a pile driver on the fucking chair and RVD kicks out, that's one thing. But we've legitimately, that bump is fucking sick. That shouldn't just be a fucking a kick out spot. No. But the one thing I will say with this, this match killed the crowd. It did. I think the result certainly did. I mean, when I watched it, I messaged you pretty much immediately. Did yeah. I go in? Uh, in the start of the next match, it was so obvious the crowd weren't happy. There was some bullshit. Yeah. Which you don't normally get with an ECW crowd. Normally they'll go with the flow. Yeah. I mean, um, the thing is, though, it's one of those of. I get it. I get. I RVD, think, but I think it made more sense after you see the outcome of the next match. Yeah. Like that if that was your main event and you left like that, you'd be leaving with a very sour taste in your mouth. Yeah. Um and what, when you get the outcome of the, the last match, then you're like, Well, okay. Like the crowd still left with what they wanted. Yeah, obviously And you didn't want to take the shine off that result. By having RVD win, I no. get that. And fuck Fonzie, I hope he's legitimately fucking injured. Yes. Fuck that guy. Fuck his whistle. Fuck his horrible redneck teeth. Fuck him. His his fuck mul- him. his mulber red. If I never face. see him on TV again, it'll be too soon. He needs to fuck off. Fuck off some more. And when he gets to wear <laughs> there, fuck off again. <laughs> so fuck off. So I really Fonzie don't then. like Bill Alfonso, <laughs> mate. I, I can tell there's a little bit of a 
I didn't, malice to Fonzie. I don't know if he was at um, WrestleCon. Was it WrestleCon I went to? Whatever it's fucking called. Yeah. I don't know if he was there. I was too starstruck by the Rock and Roll Express to want to meet anyone else. Yeah. Um, but if you'd have seen him, you'd have kept his fucking. I'd, I'd have beat the fucking piss. Jump too, Danny. I don't give a fuck if it's a frail old man in his seventies <laughs> now. He already got a fucking boot and the chops. <laughs> the weirdest thing about um, WrestleCon is um, when I met Dan Seven. Yes. Like, now, I, I, for those that know me personally or haven't I met Dan Seven, he's also one of my fucking absolute boys. And uh, he just he said, "Oh, do you want a photo?" And like, I bought a t-shirt got a signed photo he went oh if you do both you can have a lot of camera phone photos I was like oh brilliant cheers mate and he goes oh we'll just have one where we're sort of like well, he goes we'll do a couple yeah and he goes we'll just have a normal one where it's sort of like giving it the thumbs up like hey we're done fucking seven baby yes and then the next one was like I'll pretend to choke you out and his pretend choke is a fucking choke <laughs> I was legitimately like can I just breathe in mate and he was just like I don't he's one of those guys who's just like I think it just kicks in. I'm yeah. like, you're actually choking me down the B7. Can you not do that, please? Um, I'm a bit annoyed, though, because I've had that T-shirt for two years and it's getting a bit past his best. So I'm going to have to see if he's got an online store and get another yes. one. He must have a pro wrestling tease or something. Yeah. Or I'll have to get one off that weird site. They get all the old fucking Japanese stuff in. Yes. I've got one off there. But I don't know if he gets them. I like pro wrestling tees and stuff because you know the money goes to them. Yeah, they, like, get, they get a little bit. Yeah, I think they get like seven dollars a T-shirt or something, yeah. and like that's good to know, especially when I because I like buying ones like Arn Anderson, yeah, like uh, fucking Glacier and shit. Then yeah. they're the T-shirts I like because they're a bit more obscure than like oh look I got a Goldberg shirt. You know, oh, fuck off for that shit. Yeah. I got a Nitro Girls T-shirt, mate. Yes, I got a Nitro Girls T-shirt, everyone. Uh, I've got I've got the Raven one from t- I got that, orange one, one, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, support pro wrestling tees. Hashtag not spawn, um, because it does pay some of these old boys a bit of an income, which is always nice to see. Yes, uh, especially when you're Ricky Morton, you've got 150 kids. It's probably <laughs> it's probably good to get that extra seven dollars every month. So yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean it's just the RVD result back on topic. Oh, just, I don't want to see these two fight ever again. No, I'm I'm done. I'm done. With RVD like, and Rhino. As we've said, and I've said till I'm fucking blue in the face, um, I I need variety. Thing is, and that's my biggest issue with ECW is I don't get it. Yeah, the thing is, at this point, obviously going into what comes out of the main event, mm. you could have quite easily had a legacy match between RVD and Lynn. Mm. Just, you know, and then let Lynn get his win, because he never beat RVD, did he? And you let him get his win as the world champion, and sort of it makes it even mean more. Yeah, yeah, but exactly. The, you know, rumor is that RVD's going off to make a film at some point in the near future. So, well, he's done X Files and shit, isn't he? Yeah, but yeah. So I take it that's I've not jumped into the future with that. No, it was in the nineties, I think. Yeah, but talking about you know the main event, we have. Justin Credible versus Jerry Lynn for the uh, yeah. world title. Pre-match, Justin kicks off with the crowd, which is always, you know, good to see. We get some chain wrestling to start, and Lynn hits a flip arm drag. Justin with some chops, and Lynn of some of his own. They both go for both of the finishes, but they reverse them. 
Lynn hits the Brett Ropes Bulldog, which gets a two. Headlock and Justin then kicks out, but gets whipped over the ropes and Lynn with a baseball slide then to a tope onto the railings. They brawl outside and then back into the ring, Justin hits a sidewalk slam. A face buster to the chair, that gets a two. Stomps and a corner bomb onto the chair, which again gets a two. Back outside they brawl and all the way back to the entrance way. Back to the ring, Lynn in and hits a DDT on a chair for a two. Justin hits an inverted DDT onto the chair, gets a two. And then a faint front face lock slam and foot smashes. Justin then grabs the mic and shits on the crowd. And shit gets thrown into the ring. It does indeed. Another face lock and Lynn gets a roll up that gets a two. We get the pin combos. Justin hits a spinning DDT. Lynn with a tornado DDT onto a chair. And a corner clothesline guillotine leg drop and a Brett rope leg drop that gets a two. Lynn then goes for a table. Goes up top. But Francine grabs him so Justin can cane him and slams him through the table. Justin then goes up top on his own, but gets crotched, but still gets to manage to get a sunset flip that gets a two. Lynn hits a cradle pale driver that gets a two, goes for the tombstone, but is reversed. Hits a just that's incredible that gets a two. Justin with a super kick to the ref. Lynn then gets a quick roll up, but the uh, dodgy ref that is uh, Danny Davis comes out, but only counts to two. He's then about to pile drive the ref, that is until Francine Kane's limb. Justin grabs the belt and one to the face that gets a quick two count. A backbreaker and another quick two. Lynn's about to hit the pile driver, but Justin Kane's him. Hits a that's incredible that gets a two. Out comes New Jack and fucks up the ref. Jason gets caned, hits the cradle tombstone and gets the win. It's a little bit underwhelming, really. I, uh, as we said earlier, the crowd were fucking flat. Yeah. I mean, even though Lynn was their hometown boy, I think the result of the last match gave Credible and Lynn an uphill battle to get the yeah. crowd back into this one. Yeah, um, the other thing with this is a lot of the spots that they've done, the brawling outside, you know, the the loads of near falls and it's been done in every other match yeah. so far tonight. So uh, there was nothing, nothing new to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, what can you say that's not been said already? Really? Like, thank fuck Credible's no longer the champion. Yeah, like, fucking rat get face, rat, fuck. rat face, get fucking rid of the belt. The thing is, yeah. with this, it, it seemed there was a lot of ballyhoo for the sake of it. You had fucking the whole shit with the, with the cro- crooked ref. Yeah. New Jack coming out. It's overbooking something, isn't it? Yeah. It doesn't make... It doesn't make Lynn look like a strong champion, like a no. strong winner. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it is one of those where it's just like, thanks, thanks. Yeah, we got <laughs> yeah. they've got the belt off. Thanks him. for the result, but it wasn't. Thanks. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't amazing. You know, again, like overall for the whole show, it was, you know, nothing on it was shit. It was all just mm. a bit there. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it was just. Yeah. You know, you. I obviously I like the tag match more than you did. Yeah. CW and fucking Carino was. Yeah, I think it's probably my favourite match. 
But the rest of it was just there. Just okay. It was there. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't know whether it's because um, I think I think it's the fact that we've had more pay per views this year that. And it's that lack of depth, isn't it? Yeah. Like when, I mean, we've complained about it on television, but when you're paying twenty four bucks or whatever a pay per view yeah. is these days, and you're like, oh, it's this much again, is it? And like, you're just not. You're not getting that variety. You're not getting. It's the thing. It's like, what was it last year? They did what six, six pay per views. Yeah, which I think is more than enough to be brutally honest. And this year they're on ten, and you can yeah. tell because. All right. Let's let's sort of look at it. The RVD Rhino makes sense. They've been feuding for ages. Lynn getting a title match makes sense. The Unholy Alliance tag title match makes sense because it's a thing, and the CW Anderson match makes sense because of it being for a number one contendership. But the Baldies, Balls and Chili, was there any need for that? No. no. Was there any need for cash and easy money? Not really. Yeah, you know, I mean, it served a purpose. It, it served a purpose to go into need, Cyrus versus yeah. Joel, but it wasn't one of those where it was like, oh, we needed this. Yeah. Dorian Roadkill, Jerk Matthews and York. It was a decent match. Mm. But there was no build or any, any stakes on it. You know, all of it's... I mean, because we've gotten such a quick turnover on stuff, it is just a lot more for the... It's there for the sake of being there, not... Yeah. And as I said, if we're going to get a, a pro... We're getting pay-per-views for the next two months and there is no tally... Yeah, there's only hardcore TV. Is it going to be even more of a case of just random match guy A versus guy B for the sake of it and them doing the same bits going forward as well? You know, it 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 does make you worry a little bit that is the bubble burst yeah. on them on pay-per-views. Again, complete lack of depth in the roster. I know we've just sold them to cut, trim the fucking fat, but... But the thing is, the thing if you think the people we've said get rid of is a lot of the entourages and lots of the yeah. the people that don't have a purpose. Mm. It's not get rid of guys that are in ring. Yeah. So we will go into a historical last episode of TV on TNN, where it opens with a recap of the main event from the pay per view the uh, weekend before. We see Belvis Wesley versus Nova, which Nova gets a win after yeah, Kryptonite Lovely crunch. little flash get up. Um, you see him getting attacked at the end by shithead Chris Chetty. Uh, we get highlight, or basically we can say highlights, we get the full fucking cash, easy money, Joel Gertner, Cyrus from the That's pay-per-view. the majority of the episode, isn't yep. it? Like... Uh, we then get a Rhino promo that he says RVD has never beat him and RVD is his bitch. Mm. The FBI cut a promo. Mm. The Unholy Alliance do one saying that they're liars and arseholes. New Jack does a promo calling out Rhino and Justin and says that he will hunt them down. In this promo, he is holding a fucking sickle. And Yeah, he's concerns me <laughs> yeah, that, that's not you know a stable gun that, that's I'm actually going to cut a bitch yeah Carino does a promo saying that he's a man Dawn Marie pops up and says everything's about her and we end with Lynn saying that he's now a star 
Justin says that Lim was the better man and respects him for this. He goes to shake hands, that is, until Francine low blows him and they attack him as the show goes off the air. So, as a last episode of telly, and if you think how good last month's telly was. What an anti climax, mate. Yeah. Like, it was. It was talking to a bird online for ages and her sending pictures of what she looked like 15 years previous. Yeah. Rather to what she looks like now after she's had four kids. You're like, <laughs> fucking devastated. Yeah. No, it was just shit. It was just, it felt like filler. It felt like they weren't expecting to be on TV and then had to knock something up quickly. Yeah. Because I should imagine the Nova Bilvis match might have even been a dark match. That was a dark match. match at the pay-per-view. Yeah. So it's just, there's nothing. Yeah. Nothing. You know, it, it really yeah. was fucking pointless yeah and sort of goes out in a damp squib that that TV run has been yeah you know said so we were praising it to high fuck last month with how great TV was yeah it's like they're advertising themselves and for then, a new TV and this yeah. one this one feels like they've inevitably given up and realised yeah. they're going to be alone for the rest of their lives <laughs> and never going to bust a nut in anything <laughs> um, yeah. exactly yeah we have a friend like that yes yes we do um but yeah it, it was all yeah. very just pointless really yeah um I, I watched it I know you didn't but I watched the hardcore TV for the month um yeah. and pretty much all it was was you got a few promos between Justin Carino and Lynn going for a world title <laughs> Balls and Tajiri have a fairly okay brawl we see the Baldies put balls for a flaming table so we're getting a flaming tables match at November to remember yeah I did hear that um, and in one of the matches you see it's a title match where Carino is meant to be having his match against Lynn mm. that turns into a freeway when CW interferes and Lynn gets the win in it Yeah, it's pretty un unnoteworthy it's okay but yeah, as I said, I think going forward, if that's going to be the standard of the TV, you're probably not going to get a lot out of what I'm going to review on it. Uh, but we will have pay-per-views every month. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it for for this month. Yeah. Um, is there anything that you want to chime in on, or I think we've pretty much not really. I just really. think it was a really it was an it, it felt apart from the title change, it just felt like a nothing pay-per-view to me. Yeah, it was disposable. It was throwaway. Yeah, it's it. After as I said, I know we keep pumping back, but that September's TV was of such a fucking high level. I had really high expectations going at the pay per view. I yeah. thought they are on. They've they've found their groove and they're determined to to get something big and something new. And then this month has just felt like they know that they're not getting anything they mm. know that they're left with hardcore TV they're not going to get a TV deal and going through the motions a bit so with that being said Mr Yully anything that you want to you know promote plug chill uh, not really don't be a dickhead don't be a knob and go and buy a shit ton of toilet paper now we're heading into lockdown again. Yeah. Don't be a knob and buy all the fucking pasta on baked beans. There's old vulnerable people out there. You can go a day without eating. They possibly can't. 
said stop being a cunt I second this um, so yeah next month we have a return as Dell will be joining me for mm. November to remember so you get a month off I do I'll probably watch the pay per view though just because it's got Chili Willy in the table flame table match yep um, that'll be interesting I like stuff like that so I'll give that a watch and obviously you'll be back for December yeah um, obviously this month is Halloween Havoc for WCW and Unforgiven for WWF you're asking the wrong guy mate I don't fucking yeah. know <laughs> <laughs> you fuck knows mate and with you know just the other shows they they know what they're on yeah, about yeah they fucking they actually research the <laughs> they write notes and shit they, they don't just have someone turn up at their flat after I've been at work all day and literally <laughs> finished watching the pay-per-view last night at 1am they're organised they know what they're doing we were probably meant to do this weeks ago but I just couldn't be asked to watch it that's what we're like guys yeah behind the curtain yeah fucking kayfabe is fucking dead <laughs> and with that obviously as always rate, review, share follow on Facebook and Twitter you, you know all the bits and until next time Goodbye. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs>
over and I'm telling you right now, I'm coming through this curtain and somebody is gonna die. I will rip your head off, rip your heart out, feed it to you raw, undercooked, or my name is not the innovator.